What's up, everyone? Uh, Trent here. I am back. Uh, episode 61. Uh, new range of episodes. We're in the 60s now. Um, but we're, we're here. We're excited. And uh, we've got a quick little bite-sized take for you this week. There's not a lot going on, but uh, we're here to dive into what there is. And we're excited about it. Um, Zach, Cole, good to be joined by both of you, as always. Thanks for holding it down without mm-hmm. me last week. Mm-hmm. Howdy. Good to have you back. Good morning. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> That's it. Good morning. Yeah. Good to have you back. I'm excited we're all here and getting to record. Week. week six of quarantine just has us like, all right. Yes. <laughs> we we know the routine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's going good. Um, we've got just some news and notes here up at the front. Um we have an interview coming out next Thursday, I believe, um, that we're super excited about uh, with the head of production at Mustache, one of my favorite agency names. Um, and uh, we've also got a Thursday episode this week. Um, we're going to be going over the Ad Age A-list that came out this last week, um, dive into the top 10, our favorite standouts, and just our general thoughts about the changing ad environment. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and then we've got a new brand refresh coming out soon. So keep an eye peeled to our social pages for that. And you'll also see it, of course, in your streaming platform. Uh, and finally, we're going to do an AMA soon. So send us your questions. You can send them through the link in the, uh, episode description that you see. There's a link to send a question on anchor and you can also DM us on Instagram and Twitter at salad underscore podcast. Um, and let's get into it. Let's get started. Uh, I spent the whole weekend watching the NFL draft. Uh, felt good to have normalcy, and um, and it's funny now to be going back into ads after watching literally the same five coronavirus ad responses uh, the whole time through the draft. I have a little bit of advertising overload, um, so I wanted to highlight an ad that is coronavirus related, but felt like it was authentic and genuine, at least to me, and just quite frankly enjoyable to watch. I didn't expect it to be on Ad Age. I found it on Instagram. Um, and I saw it on ad age and I shared it with Cole and Zach and it is Budweiser remaking its what's up campaign. I, I couldn't help it. Um, <laughs> as you cringe there, just know I do it cause I care, um, to address loneliness <laughs> during the pandemic. Um, so it's Dwayne Wade, his family, Chris Bosch, um, a couple other friends. They're all essentially on a screen recorded FaceTime group call. Uh, just checking into each other and they're all saying like what's up you know you got dj d nice coming in gabrielle union candace parker uh and it's they're kind of just like talking hanging out but then like about the minute mark because it's a 90 second spot you know wade like and his wife actually ask like are you guys staying safe how are you doing and chris bosh kind of gets very serious and you know says like obviously times are hard but we're staying safe you know we're happy and they're it kind of gets to the point of like oh these people are goofing around their friends but then they're seriously checking in on each other and and the 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 push it's doing it's not really selling beer here directly what it's saying is you know there is a new emotional and spiritual care hotline that's been established by the salvation army uh, that's kind of here to like be a reassuring voice for people who are feeling alone and, and scared during this pandemic stuck at home. Um, and so they're promoting it. Um, they're promoting that hotline and that partnership, which I think is a pretty awesome thing. Um, you know, VaynerMedia handled the the shoot where it looks like it is a uh, FaceTime, but they essentially shot it on Zoom screen recording, and then they edited it to look like a little FaceTime-esque thing. Uh, in, in tandem with this, uh, AB InBev is doing daily promotions. 
Like on Thursdays, Budweiser hosts a Was Up live chat featuring celebrities answering fan questions, obviously with a Budweiser uh, on their table or in hand. And then on Monday, they're giving away uh, Was Up merchandise. Um, so it's cool to have something that was a slapstick campaign originally to go deeper and to have it like obviously promoting beer because it's a beer brand doing the ad, but to have it with such like a cool tie in that the Salvation Army is doing and just have it feel like an authentic thing about like people connecting, not stock photo. Um, I think that that was that was pretty cool. But what do you think, Zach? Um, I think what made this stand out to me is just how honest and human it feels. Yeah, uh, especially from celebrities. You know, it's it's one of those pieces where one of the one of the things that has really come to light during the pandemic is just the connection we all share. You know, and you're seeing people in their living rooms with their families, with their dogs, with their kids. Um, it kind of takes away that image and the prestige that you might think that certain people have. Uh, and that includes celebrities. It's affecting literally everyone the same. And I think this ad, uh, the reason it resonated so well for me uh, is, is kind of twofold. But the first is because one, you're seeing these celebrities relate to a campaign that normal Americans love and have related to, uh, and you're seeing them with their families in their home. And two, you, when it flips to serious, like you said, it, it kind of, it just connected it, it like it just connected with me so well. I wasn't expecting it to switch to serious like it did, but it was the perfect segue into relating to our current environment and showing that this is something that's affecting everyone. Uh, and it's nice to just connect with people to talk with your friends and ask how they're doing, you know? And so for me, it was just the fact that it was, it resonated with me so well as just a human being. Uh, I can relate to this because I've been doing the same thing with my friends uh, and that's what made it something that I found very, very enjoyable. Yeah. What What are your thoughts, Cole? Yeah, I think um, I think Zach really hit the nail on the head with the that human element. I think is really is really present here. And I think what this um, what this at the spot really shows is is just the it kind of exemplifies like the new normal in a big way, in just the sense that we are you know, we're all living in, in kind of a different world now, you know, the things exactly, it's like, you know, meeting up to check in with friends, it's not, you know, just popping over to somebody's house or meeting up at like the bar or something like that. You know, you got to just uh, call and check in. And also too, I think the thing that that makes it kind of funny about the, the you know, what's that thing? It's like, <laughs> like, at the same time, it's like, there's a good one, but annoying. Anno yeah, exactly. Like most annoying, funny thing ever. Um, you know, can get on people's nerves. But I think that a lot of times too, at least what I'm finding is like, when you do call in to check in with people, it's like everyone hasn't been doing anything. You know, everyone's been doing the same stuff. We're all staying inside. We're all not going out. We're all like, you know, watching the news on social media all the time. And so it's like, every time I feel like you do check in with someone, it's still important to do so. But when you do, it's like, what do you have to talk about? Like, and so I feel like a lot of times, even just making that connection of, you know, acknowledging like, oh, you know, you're there, you know, we're all kind of, you know, trying to get through this. You don't even have to say as much, you know, it's just like checking in on each other and whatnot. But I think that just that connection means a lot um, in this time. And that's kind of, you know, the only thing that we can really, really reach out for and do. And so the fact that they, they touched on that is cool. And, you know, just, just sitting back and enjoying a bud, you know? We're all just enjoying our buds. Yeah. <laughs> so, enjoying a bud I, with I, your I, bud. But, 
But I liked it. Yeah, I think I think you're going to see a lot of brands doing this because, again, it's like this is what we're doing. This is like our lives now. And so if brands want to relate to people, um, you know, this is what's happening right now. I do think to your point, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I wonder, I mean, obviously stock is going to be, you know, continue to be important. And I guess like disclaimer or alert, I do work on Adobe stock. So if you think I'm biased in saying that, then. You know, you can think that, but at least you have all the info, Um, you know, but like, I do think stock will continue to be important, but I also think that there needs to be the balance. I I do think, you know, this recording people on Zoom type of thing or any kind of like face recording, I think is going to kind of make a bit of a comeback and you'll hear a little bit more about that type of stuff next Thursday on our interview with Mustache. But, um, you know, there's a balance and, and who knows in a couple of weeks, maybe I'll hate this type of ad too, but I at least haven't seen anything like it before. So when I was just scrolling on Instagram, um, and seeing like the 20th ad about how rag and bone is lowering its prices and all that kind of bullshit, like <laughs> seeing this, I was like, Oh wow, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> I wonder also, I wonder too, how many designers over this pandemic are going to have to spoof FaceTime and zoom. And oh, I know. Skype like interfaces <laughs> like that's gonna be the main i think like design project <laughs> i love that this was recorded in zoom and then transformed into facetime format exactly there's gonna be so many things like that <laughs> that's <was> pretty funny <laughs> yeah it's like it's like with fossils you know like you can tell the age of the earth when you're digging based on like the soil and like the stuff that's in the ground and how far deep it is it's going to be like everyone's ad portfolios is going to be like, oh, wow, these really big things. And like, oh, this experiential stuff. And then it's just going to be like Zoom layouts. <laughs> and yeah, then it's going to exactly. be like, oh, these really big experiential things. <laughs> it's, like, it's just going to have that blip in the the, the history. Um, exactly. And I think, you know, kind of going along these same lines, like as people are enjoying buds with their buds, talking on the phone, catching up, uh, finishing Netflix as you were. Um but Burger King, as much as like we have praised them and um, criticized them on this show, um, they kind of epitomize how I feel about advertising right now is the first couple of things are cool and then ever, it's done so much that you're over it. But uh, Burger King's done something kind of cool here that I want to highlight. It's super simple. Um, but, you know, if we're talking about advertising right now should benefit consumers, uh, well, they've done that in a f- kind of a funny way. So they've got a new TV spot. Um, and essentially, it's just a it's just it's just a shot of a of a Burger King burger with the Burger King logo in the center, right? Uh, but you're watching, and it says three, two, one. And you're like, what, what, what's going on? Uh, and then this QR code just starts flying across the screen, um, kind of like you know the old TVs uh, where you have the little like sleep screen, and the cube would be bouncing, and you'd be waiting for it to get perfectly in the corner. Well, it's essentially a 15 second spot that does just that. And if you are able to catch the QR code and scan it uh, on the actual TV uh, ad, um, then you'd get a free Whopper. Um, So it starts on April 23rd uh, on like major broadcast networks. And uh, they're kind of like just randomly in there. And, uh, you know, if you act quick enough, you're able to scan it. You could get a free Whopper. Only 10,000 are available. Uh, but the funny little thing is like, all right, you can just get a free burger. You know what I mean? Like, and you're thinking about Burger King. I think that's a smart way to just advertise right now. And uh, what's funny too is, is Zach called out to me if if you uh, if you try and scan it on their YouTube page or if you go to Ad Age and try and scan it, it's like, haha, 
jokes on you we're not that stupid you have to you have to get it off the tv so they did two different versions one with a spoof qr and one with the real one which which i appreciate (laughs) this is one of those um examples of of using footage that i'm like they already had you know from a different spot or maybe multiple since it's just the shot of the whopper who knows how many times the shot in the background has been used before but this is a perfect example of taking something like that and adding to it to create a new idea uh and not just reusing the footage with like a voiceover but actually creating something that's a little bit more of an idea and gamifying it in a way to make it entertaining um and that's what I really like about this. I will say, I know, as you as you mentioned, Trent, we have had so many pieces of praise come out in favor of Burger King. We've also shit on them a couple times for other things, but they just keep going, you know? And that's like, that's one of it's, it, I mean, that's Fernando Machado's whole thing is like, they just move so quickly. Like, it's like every week they're coming out with a new idea. They've already done a few uh, over the course of the quarantine. Uh, and, and a lot of them stick and I applaud them for that, but it is a nice fun campaign. Um, there's only 10,000 free whoppers. And like you, like Trent said, you have to do it on the television. You can't go pause a YouTube video or even just watch the one in the ad age article, uh, and get a free whopper. It has to be the one that airs on the television, but it's a really nice way to kind of get people to pull out their phones and try and scan this QR code as it's racing across your television. It's a, it just kind of brings a little bit of joy in that sense because there's a little bit of a game to it. So I liked that. It made me chuckle when I watched it start flying across because as you said, Trent too, uh, you just get this countdown at the beginning. You're like, what the hell? Like what's going to happen? Why, why is this counting down from three? And the payoff when you see a like, is it countdown to end of quarantine? Oh, oh just a few. Yeah. <laughs> the payoff is going to be a long QR countdown. Waving across the screen is kind of funny because that's not what I was expecting. Of all things, a QR code is not what I was expecting to start flying through. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's kind of funny because it comes in really quick and then it kind of like slows down. It just it very derpily bounces, which is kind of <laughs> it's, funny. It's it's so much like those old DVD. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. menu Absolutely. like screen things. it's so funny exactly i mean i just think that this too is just i mean i think what burger king always manages to do is it you know it interacts with this audience in a way that's unique i think to other brands which is i think you know a lot of brands will do stunts often but i think what burger king does is it actually you know they reach out and like try to quote unquote like touch you you know and i think that you Whoa. know this ad is a good well yeah well i was just thinking of like the google thing yeah you know the okay google google home you know even back to like all of their in restaurant stunts you know they're still spoofing real customers or whatever they're really good at making sure you're interacting with them exactly exactly and i think that this this uh you know this ad shows that as well and i mean it's like how cheap would it must it have been to make that you know it's like (laughs) probably if there's you know there's not that much that had to go into it and i feel like they must just have like a junk drawer full of just like cheap creative like things that they can put together in like a week oh yeah the time with an editor is probably like it's probably like 2k 1k for a day (laughs) exactly and i mean And I mean, half of this, uh, you know, with this whole crisis, they say that, isn't it like the best creativity comes out of, you know, struggle, lack of resources, having to make do with what you have. And I mean, I feel like, you know, there's some really good opportunities for brands to really make some some crazy good work on a shoestring budget and really like kind of maybe get us back a little bit to, you know, 
some like yeah. really basic I, DIY I, creative. I do think that's the key takeaway from this bite size takes today is like, I mean, shit, we've had to get more and more selective as there's been less and less stuff available, which has made the Tuesday series a little bit more tricky. But like, I think the key takeaways from today are like, you know, show the authentic, show the real, but you know, don't do it in like broad platitudes. Like honestly, just show us one specific thing, show us one personal story that we can relate to instead of like the story of the masses. Cause I think we'll be able to identify with that more. And two, like find little ways to provide a small value and a small laugh that, you know, still obviously gets your, your brand out there, but you know, you're getting people to interact. I think, I think gamified ads right now are going to be pretty huge. And uh, I think to to your point, Cole, like the more you're interacting with someone, I, I forget the statistic I learned in college, but the more uh, traditionally ads that consumers have to interact with or do something with uh, like consistently outperform in terms of metrics of, you know, long-term awareness, uh, brand affinity. Um, you know, if someone's doing something with your brand, they're going to like it more because they're interacting with you as opposed to just getting served something that they have to consume forcibly. Um, and no one can forcibly consume a burger um thankfully <laughs> so yeah. and it almost seems like too now there's a little bit more of like a give and a take you know it's like i feel like the brands and i mean maybe it's just because okay yeah you know a lot of people aren't working right now there's a lot of you know you're trying to get people's attention but like i think it's interesting you have a lot of brands that are again we're giving they're giving back you know they're giving us a reason for interacting with them and listening to them I think more than ever, you know, it's not just noise. It's they're offering a free Whopper, you know, if anything, and you have to interact and do this fun game to do it. Yeah. Um, and even with Budweiser, they're doing this yeah, kind of authentic video, but then it's tied to like weekly things that like give you a reason to keep going to their page and keep interacting, you know? Well, exactly. And they were, what was it? Was it them or Miller Coors at the beginning that they were using the stadiums to as hospitals? That was they were going to be turning this. That was Budweiser as well. Yeah. So, like again, this they've been a constant presence this whole time. Yeah, you know, so like they, you know, they're they're maintaining. And I mean, I feel like the brands that continue to do that over this period of time are really going to win. Big yeah, it's, it's and it's over. like even it's different, but like even like I got served like some Stella Artois um, social story ads the other day, and it's like literally like a a, a chef teaching res like recipes in his kitchen um you know obviously drinking stella but essentially like stella is saying like hey while you're stuck at home here are new recipes and food dishes you can try so you don't feel like you're eating the same two meals every night you know what i mean like just little things of like just offering free stuff up like that i think people people will will appreciate amazing um, but <laughs> but that's it that's that's what we got for tuesday here bite-sized takes um you know, there is creativity in the industry. Unfortunately, right now, a lot of the creativity is the same. And, you know, that's just what it is right now. <laughs> uh, advertising will definitely be different after all this. And we're just, I think the, the whole industry is figuring it out as we go. But um, amidst the craziness, uh, there is still the need for yearly rankings. And there is still the need for people to talk about the rankings so that people don't need to read the rankings themselves. And that is where we come in. <laughs> and we have mostly read all the rankings. So be sure to tune in uh, this Thursday as we talk about those. Um, but that is all I have for you today. So uh, it's Trent signing off. Stay well. And uh, yeah, hit us, hit us out of the park here, Cole. 
Uh, well, you'll have to listen to the Thursday episode to hear it, but oh. I hope that you oh. have a wonderful Tuesday. I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> we ain't playing. <laughs> all right. But all right, well done, Cole. In all, in all actuality, stay safe out there, everyone. And, uh, yeah, have a wonderful week. Oh, I'm cutting week. that out. They're going to think you're an asshole. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs>